Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people believe that they should always get what they want and that nobody else in the world matters. Guys, I hope you're having a great day today. And as always, Karens are about to run wild, so buckle up, enjoy the stories, and hey, try not to shake your heads too much. Oh, and subscribe if you haven't already. For some context, my sister and I lost our dad a year ago. She's 27 years old, and I'm 18 years old. He was my only parent. My mom was never in mine or my sister's life. Dad left an inheritance for me and my sister, and she used hers to get brand new cars and to renovate her house. I live with my aunt right now, because my brother-in-law didn't let me stay with my sister. I'm planning to use my inheritance money to pay for my college tuition, as I've always wanted to be a doctor. My sister and I haven't been close. It started after she got married to her chronically ill husband, who was allowed to make backhanded comments about dad and mock his illness, and make a scene at his funeral, only because he's ill too and shouldn't be held accountable for his behavior. Now, I've distanced myself, but my sister kept visiting a lot lately, venting about my brother-in-law's condition. He's been in and out of the hospital for heart problems, and he's in dire need for surgery. She brought up my inheritance money several times, and how I could easily afford to help them in their situation. But I ended up cutting the conversation. She then straight up asked if I could help pay for her husband's surgery, and she would pay me back in less than a year. Now, at this, I felt uneasy, because if I give her money from my inheritance, which is a large amount... There's no guarantee that she'll pay me back before it's time to apply for college. I know my sister can't pay me back that much money, and I felt I was risking my future. Now at this, I refused to help, and she had a meltdown at my aunt's house, calling me heartless, cruel, with no empathy at all. She told me her husband's health should be priority, and I needed to help because my education is nothing compared to someone's health. She then asked if I'd be happy to see her as a widow, and how I'd feel if my nephew had no father. My aunt suggested others pay, but most of them cut my sister and her husband off. I argued that her husband's poor health isn't my fault, and she kept blaming and guilt-tripping me. She kept crying, and although my aunt decided to stay out of it, she said that I should be prepared for permanent damage in my relationship with my sister if I don't help her now. She's been sending texts and pictures of her family, telling me that this is what I was saying no to. A healthy, happy family with a healthy husband and father. Now at this, I cried. I felt like I was being selfish and not a good aunt and sister. Now I asked my friend and he said to let them sell the cars and all the luxurious stuff they bought to afford the surgery. And then he warned me if I gave them money that I might never get it back and may never be able to go to medical school. So should I give her the money? I personally think heck no. And a lot of people in the comments are saying that if the sister has a means to pay for her husband's surgery by selling off her cars and all the items she bought with her dad's inheritance, then she needs to do it. So this person says, do not give her the money. You will not get it back. And honestly, the way they're treating you when they need something from you just shows that neither of them like you or respect you which also means that they won't be paying you back. Your sister could 1. Get a job, 2. Downsize the house and their lifestyle, 3. Speak to the hospital about a payment plan, and 4. Get the surgery now because it's an emergency, and then figure out how to pay for it later, like most people. 
She doesn't want to. She'd rather just steal your future. So go to school and don't feel guilty. I'm a happily single 39-year-old male. I live in a nice neighborhood just outside of town. My neighborhood's a single street with about two acres per household. I still look like I'm 18 if I shave. And baby goats are called kids. That's a little background for ya. So two weeks ago, my goats had two kids. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen baby goats in person, but they are adorable. My male goat named Bruce is a Nubian goat, and my female Lily is a fainting goat. They had one male and one female. The male is named Sir Flopsalot, and the female is Esmeralda. If I knew how to post pictures, I would. I obviously love my animals. My neighbors love my animals as well. They feed my dog leftover steak any chance they see him outside. Their daughter visits with the goats every day, and she's been so excited for the two new baby goats, and she named them. Yesterday was like any normal Sunday. I usually take my dog for a car ride, and then we walk the local dog park for an hour or so. My cell phone then rang, and it was my cool neighbors alerting me to a random minivan just sitting in my driveway by the garage. Now, I live in eastern Tennessee. Minivans are not too popular. My neighbors were just letting me know that someone was sitting in my driveway. I wasn't expecting anyone, and I don't know anybody with a minivan, so I told them I didn't know anyone with a minivan, and I'll be on my way back. I was about 30 minutes away, and began my trek back. My neighbors then called back and said that some lady got out, and she ran down to where I have my goat pens. I have my goat pen split at the moment to separate Bruce from the kids and Lily. Male goats sometimes play too rough with their kids out of jealousy. When I arrived home and pulled down into my driveway, I was met by Bruce standing on the hood of a beat-up looking minivan. There was also the sheriff and some police from town, and they were in my upper driveway parking area talking with some lady. I parked in my driveway behind the minivan, and I asked Bruce what he was doing out. Now obviously, he didn't answer, but the woman came running over screaming at me that she was gonna sue me and my parents, and I needed to get them here right away. The sheriff and police officers were right on her heels, and they caught her before she made it to me. Now this might not be verbatim, but this is what I recall. The Karen shouts at me saying, You are in so much trouble. That stupid goat attacked me. And then it destroyed my minivan. Get your parents here right now. At this I say to her, Um, ma'am, what the heck are you doing on my property? The sheriff looks at me and asks, Sir, is that your goat? I say, yes, that's Bruce. The sheriff then says to me, So this lady claims it attacked her and her car when she pulled up into your driveway to turn around. At this point, my neighbors came out when they heard the commotion, and my neighbor said, She didn't pull in to turn around. She parked her car and she went down to the goat pen. We have it on video. The sheriff says, I will need to see that video. I then say to the sheriff, If she did go down to the pen, I'll also have it on video as well, as we do have cameras. At this, the lady was sweating, and she starts to back up like she was gonna make a break for it. She backs up right into the deputy. The look in her face was of absolute horror. The sheriff asked if I could put my goat away, and I told him, no problem, give me a few minutes and I'll get the video recording from the pen while I'm down there. So I put Bruce away, and I noticed that he had destroyed the fencing right by the gate to his side. I also noticed that the gate to the kid's side was unchained, and Esmeralda was missing. I then grabbed the SD card, ran up the hill screaming that I'm missing a baby goat. I screamed at the lady, where's my baby goat? The sheriff says, ma'am, if you know, now's the time to tell. Karen says, I don't know what you're talking about. Look at my van, it's ruined. I'll need an ambulance after what that goat did to me. It was at this point Bruce got out again, and he comes charging back up the hill and climbs back on the hood of the van, screaming his head off. 
It then dawned on me that maybe she put Esmeralda in her van, but the police officers were quicker. The deputy then said to her, Ma'am, you're gonna have to let us look in the vehicle, and sir, control your goat. I told him I'll try, but his fencing looks like he beat it all up in anger. I then put my dog's harness on him and clipped him to the dog run. The lady kept giving excuses why she wouldn't open her van and that they have no right to search her vehicle blah blah blah. But we all knew the real reason. So she finally relented and she opened her van and the stench just rolled out of it. She screams, Oh my god, what's that smell? I told her, that's a scared baby goat, you're lucky the cops are here. She says, Your goats ruined my new van. You're gonna be hearing from my lawyer, I'm suing you. At that point, the sheriff says to her, you'll get to speak to him after we get you back to the station. The officer then took out his handcuffs, and I took Esmeralda back and checked to see if she was hurt, but she wasn't, she was just scared. My neighbor's daughter then carried her back down to the pen, and I grabbed another panel to fix where Bruce broke out. The deputy then took the crazy lady away. The sheriff and my cool neighbors came to watch the security footage. Apparently she snagged Esmeralda, and she was coming back for surf flops a lot when Bruce broke out. You can see her turn around and start waddling up the hill, and Bruce just charging right for her. She got nailed right in the hips. He then got her again in the shoulder as she got up. She then shoved Bruce down and tried to get into her van, but Bruce rammed her driver's side door. He then jumped and climbed on her hood, and he was tap dancing his anger out. We replayed her getting nailed in the hip many, many times. The sheriff was laughing, and we were all laughing. Guys, I love this story so much. Serves her right for trying to steal OP's animals, right? I'd love to see the footage of the woman getting rammed by the goat, though. It sounds freaking hilarious. And she's lucky it's only a baby goat, though. If Karen was trying to steal baby bear cubs, she might have been a goner that day. So OP does post a picture of Bruce right here and his little kids. So friggin' adorable. Okay, so this happened a little bit ago, and I can't stop thinking about it, and I thought it'd be fun to share. A little bit of backstory. I recently moved into a new house in a small town, the kind where everybody knows everyone. I moved to this town from a bigger city, so it was a bit of an adjustment, but I liked the quiet, and it was closer to my new job, which was a plus. My new job was at a daycare, which is important for later, that opened at 6am in the morning. I requested the opening shift, so I'd get off at 2pm and still have some free time in the afternoons. Now, when I moved into the neighborhood, a few of the neighbors stopped by to welcome me, and they gave me plates of cookies, casseroles, etc. One woman, our Karen and her family, came by to say hello, and they asked me where I work. I told them I was a daycare worker. And with that, Karen says, Oh, really? Well, I've been looking for somewhere to have my baby boy stay when I'm at work over the summer. What ages do you watch? I tell her five to six-year-olds. Karen says, That's perfect. Now she says this with a smile. I told her, Yeah, I'd be so happy to have him in my class if you ever decided to enroll him. Now this was the seed that would sprout into a giant tree of crazy. Now on with the show. So it was a typical morning for me. Up at the butt crack of dawn and out the door at 5.45 to get to work by 6. It was a pretty uneventful day, nothing major happening, so by the time 2pm rolled around and the day had flown by, I came home to find that this was not the case for everyone today. I arrived home to find a police car and the Karen with her 5-year-old son just talking to police on my porch. I was confused, as there was no reason for her to be there and no one tried to contact me about anything happening at my house. I park, get out of my car, and start walking to the house, and I called out, Hey, what's going on? 
Now, at this, the woman stopped talking to the police. She then starts screaming upon seeing me. She completely exploded. She screams at me saying, How dare you leave my son outside all day? He could have been kidnapped. She continued on like that as the two officers approached me. Officer 1 says, Excuse me, miss, but did you leave this boy outside while you were gone? I told him, No, I left for work early this morning. I'm just now getting home. I've been at work all day. At this point, I look over to the Karen and her son. The son was filthy. He looked like he'd been playing in the dirt. His knee was scratched, but not bloody. He was holding an open backpack that contained a coloring book and crayons based on what was laying all over my porch. The officers looked stunned a bit, and then they looked at each other. They then asked me to follow them, and we make our way up to the front porch. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Karen says, aren't you going to arrest her? She endangered my son. What kind of babysitter are you? I said, babysitter? Yes, you're a babysitter. You told me you were when I stopped by before. Well, some babysitter you are. Look what you did to my son. You said you'd be happy to watch him. Now with this, I finally understand what's going on and said, Oh, no, 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 no. You misunderstood me. I work at a daycare a few minutes away. I don't run a daycare out of my house. I said I'd be happy to have him in the class at my daycare. The officer then looks at me and says, Can you prove that you were at this daycare today? I tell him I can. I then pull out my phone, call the center, and the police officer then talked to my boss for a few minutes before handing me back my phone. Officer 2 says, Ma'am, was this woman here when you dropped your son off? Karen screams, She was. I saw her through the window. Officer 1 says, Ma'am, her boss just confirmed that she was at work. Karen cuts him off and says, She's lying. I bet she called her friend to cover for her. I bet you don't even have a job. That's why you have to run a babysitting service out of your crappy house. I told her, I just got back from work. There weren't even any cars in the driveway. Karen says, Listen, you were supposed to watch him. You said you would watch him, and you never even opened the door for him to come inside. He's hungry and thirsty, and look at him. He's covered in dirt. I should sue you. Again, I say to her, Weren't you listening? I'm not a babysitter. I work at a daycare. I said I would be happy to watch him if you enrolled him there. Karen calls me a liar again. The officer asked her, Ma'am, did this woman speak to you this morning about watching your son? I said to him, No, like I said, I was at work by 6 o'clock. So have you two ever set up a time for you to watch her son? I say to him, no, this is my second conversation with her. The first was me explaining where I work. I guess she got confused. Karen screams, you are such a liar. I'm going to tell everyone and have you fired. Good luck keeping your house when you're unemployed. 
Okay, for the last time, lady, I'm not a babysitter. The officer then says, ma'am, so you left your child here without any confirmation that anyone was even home. Karen says, so she's a babysitter. She's supposed to watch him. At this point, the officer says, ma'am, I'm sorry, but you're under arrest for child endangerment. The Karen then turns from angry to furious, and she begins yelling at me again for misleading her and saying that she's going to sue me. Now, it's been a few weeks now. The mom was let go for whatever reason, and the little boy now goes to the daycare I work at now. I just wish I had a picture of the woman's face when she realized that I was her son's teacher and that I wasn't lying after all. Oh my goodness, way to go, Karen. I can't believe she just dropped her son off at Opie's front porch without even confirming that her boy was with an adult and just left him there all day. That must have been so terrifying for the young boy. Like, who knows what could have happened to her son, and I'm so glad the boy was still there and unharmed when she got back to him. How can some people be so silly? This story happened roughly three years ago. I'm a full-time family caregiver, and my mom's fully disabled. As such, we make very little money. But once a month, we buy fast food to feed that craving that everybody has. On this particular month, I bought a pizza from Pizza Hut. Now, I had received a free medium pizza coupon, and we decided to use it. And this means I had two medium pizzas. One for me, and one for my mom. Pizza Hut was literally across the street, so I walked over to pick up the order. I didn't even make it out of the parking lot before this kid who is maybe 15 or 17 years old asked me if he can get a slice. Now at this, I do look at him. I look him up and down, and once I make the assessment that his clothes cost more money than I can spend on food in a month, I say no. Simple. I continue walking away, but my gut's telling me that this guy won't let it rest, and I was right. I take two more steps, and he tries running up on me. What he didn't know was that I was ready. I hop onto the sidewalk leading to another business and park myself near the front door. The entire front of this building is made of windows. He stops short, irritated, and he tells me that I have to give him two slices because I made him chase me. Again, I tell him that that's not gonna happen. If he's hungry, he's gotta buy his own or go home to eat. He then tells me that he shouldn't have to, that when he's hungry and sees what he wants, it's up to others to get it for him. I swear to Jesus, I couldn't believe my ears. At this point, I tell him to leave me alone or I'd be forced to protect myself, and at that he laughs. He then just paces back and forth like a caged animal and says that I should stop wasting both of our time by now giving him an entire pizza. At this point, I had enough. Being a small female, I never leave the house without pepper spray and a small 4-inch pocket knife. Obviously, I can't reach the blade, but under the boxes of pizza in my hand is my unlocked pepper spray. I take one step, that's it, just one, and this kid lunges for my boxes, so I pepper spray him, and bullseye. The kid starts screaming, his hands are covering and wiping at his face, and he's calling me every name under the sun. He starts shouting that I attacked him. Gratefully, the woman inside the cash loan place that I'd been standing in front of saw the whole ordeal and finally came out to assist me. Needless to say, he did not get my pizza. See, this is what an entitled attitude gets you. Pepper sprayed. I want to know where OP lives, where rich entitled brats think it's okay to steal food from people. Now apparently pizza thievery is more common than I thought. This person says, This reminds me of an incident that happened last year. I was house-sitting for my brother who was on holiday. I bought some pizzas one late afternoon for dinner from Domino's. I was walking home after picking them up, and some young bogan and his friend riding on bikes chose to harass me on my trip home. The bugger kept asking me to give him my pizzas. 
I had to walk past my brother's house as I felt it wouldn't be safe to attempt to enter the house with them following me, as well as letting them know where I was staying. I ended up walking for a good while, turning into multiple streets until they gave up. It took me over an hour to get home from what should have been a 10 minute walk. In the end, the pizzas were cold and I spent the rest of the night in a foul mood. Let me set the stage. My dad got married to a new wife about 5 years ago. She has 3 daughters, the youngest of which is a 26 year old that's slowly working on college and still living at home with mom and my dad. From what my dad says, she never helps do anything around the house and she's a complete slob and has 3 insane dogs that are not well trained. I'm a 36 year old, a father of 2. I have a 3 year old son and a 2 week old daughter. I live 5 hours away from my dad and I visit him a couple of times a year. I never stay the night at his new house because I don't feel at home there. I've never been close to my stepfamily. At most, we make awkward small talk for the few hours a year that we do visit each other. I don't really have any animosity towards them either, we're just not close at all. A couple of days ago, I loaded my family into the car and we brought new baby girl down to visit grandpa. At the very end of our visit, we're getting ready to leave and stepmom and stepsister asked, Oh, by the way, can stepsister come live with you for a month or two this summer? She has a class at a college near me, and they won't let dogs live on the campus with her. Now, I don't understand why it would be one month or two, but it's indicative of how little information I got about this request. I found out the information about the dogs in school classes from my dad later. I just kind of laughed and said, You don't want to live with a screaming three-month-old this summer. To which my stepsister says, For free I do. Now, that was the wrong answer. I never said living with me would be free, or that I'd allow your three dogs to come. I let them know that it wouldn't work for us, sadly. Now I definitely do feel like an a-hole, but I also have boundaries. It's an awful place to be put in, especially with a toddler and a new baby. I would gladly put my family in my home if there was a crisis, but she's not hard up for cash and her parents both have money and she's got a good paying job. The only crisis here is that she's used to having a free room and board and doesn't want to pay for an apartment where they allow dogs, or figure something else out so she can stay on campus. There are plenty of apartment buildings that will allow month-to-month -month rent, and you don't need to come freeload off me. And I don't really need my wife who stays home with the kids all day to be a dog-sitting service all summer either. See, I love how people assume that since you're family, you're obligated to do something, and it's gotta be free. Good on OP for putting his foot down, because that might have been a nightmarish two months. A slob who lives rent-free and has untrained dogs sounds terrible. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, we survived today's episode. If you enjoyed the stories, do remember to hit that thumbs up. And if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel, a super entitled Karen demands OP's babies because she can't have any. It's such a ridiculous story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.